is Alternate Take. I'm your host, Danny Rodriguez. Welcome to the pod. On this episode, we brought you back a recurring guest. The GOAT himself. The best cut man in the motherfucking business, dude. Our boxing and MMA expert. Well, he wouldn't say that, but um, it's always a goddamn honor to have him on the show, dude. We had on UFC cut man Rudy Hernandez. I think this is like his third or fourth time on the show. I don't remember. And uh, who gives a shit? But it's always an honor to have him on the show, man. We talked about, I don't know how much great shit, dude. Um, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Aren't you, JB? Are you excited, too? Yep. Absolute legend, this guy. And every time you have him over, I'm gone. or at work. I know. So I don't think he knows who you are. No, it sucks. I'm the best producer in the world, dude. Here we go. Do everything for you. <laughs> and no one even knows. I just lay, you know, low-key, let you take all the glory. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Work behind the scenes. Beautiful. Move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> Is what they say. Am I right? <laughs> All right. Thanks, John, for that great input. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I bring to you guys UFC Cutman and boxing trainer Rudy Hernandez. So how's everything? How's family and all that stuff? Good. Good. They're, they're doing their thing. Same old shit? Same shit, different day. Everyone recovered from COVID and all that stuff? Yeah, I was just... Um, I was just kind of blown away with one of my neighbors that passed away. Oh, he was um, man, that man was always outside, you know, helping everyone else, you know, taking care of shit, man. And yeah, all of a sudden he catches the fucking virus and he passes away. Damn. And then I have a mother-in-law who's fucking like has Parkinson's and, and suffers from anxiety, man. Every every morning I wake up hoping she's fucking dead, but <laughs> <laughs> and, as, and as and as fucked up as that sounds, man, I'm doing her a fucking favor by. You That's know, true. That's because, true. Um, Unfortunately, and it really sucks because she's really a nice. Pe- she's really good people, you know. She didn't, right. you know. This is the last thing you'd you'd wish upon her because she's good people, you know. And, right. And unfortunately, man, you know, it's just, you know, she, it sucks, man. It's re- it really sucks. Yeah, man. The quality of life she doesn't have any. Fuck that. Yeah. When I'm that old and I'm like struggling just to get by a day, like you gotta wipe my ass and I'll, oh fuck that, I'm out. I'm gonna check myself. I told my wife already. I said I'm gonna check out my own, on my own. Yeah, I'm gonna go have a good motherfucking meal if I can. Yeah, I'm have a good motherfucking meal. And then that's it. I'm done. You know, what my grandpa used to do. We used to have him in the old person's home. Like uh-huh. I, at some point, we had like no choice because he had like full dementia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was he was gone. He was a little shit. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. And he would he would sneak out like I don't know how many times, and oh. the police would find him, and they'd call <laughs> us like at one in the morning because he would yeah. sneak out and he would get dressed and shit. Uh-huh. Like he he's a he's always like one of those guys like old school where you get dressed just to go to fucking McDonald's. Right, right. Okay. Put a, okay. put a yeah, suit yeah. on, put your top hat, and then you walk down the street and, and then you, that I don't know, man. Yeah, right? you, uh-huh. you try to pick up bitches at McDonald's. Exactly. So he he did it. It was at the one in La Mirada. Uh-huh. And I don't know, like three or four times the police would call us like we found your grandpa again. <laughs> so just wandering around. <laughs> Security's tripping out because they lost an old guy. Crazy stuff. Anyways, nice. Alternate take listeners, we brought you back. The motherfucking man, our expert in MMA and boxing. Home to alternate take. I know, I know you don't like when I call you an expert, but it's the fucking truth. It's the fucking truth. Anyways, Rudy, last time we had you on the show was uh, November, November of 2020. Oh, nice. It's been some time. It's been a little while now. I know, so let's catch up. What has life been like for Rudy Hernandez ever since November 2020? I'm trying to grow up to be like your dad. (laughs) (laughs) He's a badass. Oh, he's gonna be fucking. I'm pissed now when he hears this shit. He's gonna be like, see, I told you guys I'm cool. Rudy thinks I'm cool and shit. <laughs> I, think, I think it's fucking funny, man. And like, uh, if, if only we had more people like him. I hope so. Seriously. <laughs> I hope so. But what else? What's going on? 
Well, you know, we just um, we get around. You yeah. Know, and and the good the good thing is that um, I've been very fortunate that the UFC has has continued to work. It's back. And so um, you know, while everybody else was closing down and you know things weren't happening, you know, there's the UFC took uh, initiative to to keep working. You know, they they were I think they shut down for maybe a month, but after that month, man, they they just got going. And, we're fucking uh, back. And and you know, pretty much every every week we had a show. Fuck yeah. And um, did you, you were at, okay, I, I was going to hang out with you. I remember this on the, what's it called? The Stipe and Ganu fight. That was two, that was the the last one in Vegas. Not the one that just happened, but the one before that. Uh-huh. How was that? Because that was like the first one, I think, where they finally started having like full people back. Uh-huh. Oh, in Arizona? Yeah. No, no. no. The, the one in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. The one with uh, Ngannou, the big, the big black dude, the heavyweight champion. Mm. Where he beat Stipe. But that was at the at that wasn't at the open arena, wasn't it? Uh, oh, no, because they didn't have. A, they I didn't believe. Have I believe. Did they not have anybody? No, no they, shit. They, Am I well, right? they had a few people there. That you know, I think they had a few. Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't like a, a full arena. It wasn't a full yeah. one. My understanding is that is that unless they can have a full arena, yeah, then they're they're going to. If not, then they 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 chose not to. Right. Because um, it doesn't make any sense. And they just did this weekend. Yeah, you opened up the T-Mobile. I mean, like this is the most packed arena I think I've ever seen in my, uh, in, in in MMA ever. Fuck. And I'm talking about just I'm not talking about like um in, in, as as far as like uh you know in Australia they had or in Canada they had like fifty five thousand people. It yeah, was, it was huge. But this one seemed even bigger because it's like um they couldn't fit they couldn't fit more people in. Damn. And, and, and they put other seats there. You know. You know. And it was just. Super packed, man. And and they said that like it wasn't just that there was like a, a fucking country concert uh, at Raider Stadium. There was like a Drake concert. There was like right. a bunch of v- different events all in this one weekend where Vegas was just like fucking flooded. Finally back. Yeah, it, it was. It's crazy, man. But but it, but that is true. At the end of the day, it was like all the arenas were were packed, man. And, yeah. And um and the UFC did not fail. Hell yeah. So when you walked in there, what was it like? Because I, I saw on TV they had like fucking Trump was there. There's all kinds of celebrities there. It was nuts. Yeah, it, it was. Um, You know what, man? It, it's just like a, it was um, fucking great, man. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, you, we had been doing this for, for a little bit over almost like a year and a half. Almost a year and a half where like, no, it was about a year where not a whole lot was going on. Yeah. I mean, like you have, I mean, like we had the shows, but, but public. And then we went to Arizona a few weeks ago, but um, nothing like Vegas, man. It was just super fucking packed. And and um, like I said, you know, Donald Trump was there and a few other, a uh, few other athlete, athletes and um, you know people from the media in, and, and um, man, everybody enjoyed it, man. It was just fucking crazy, huh? Yeah. So for for this one, because I know this one got crazy as hell. Um, what was it like leading up to uh, the Connor fight? Because Obviously, all that stuff happened, and then you're the first one on the scene. You're the first one there, right when he falls and he breaks his fucking. I don't know, child. That's whatever. Broke. Yeah. I don't know what he broke, but he broke something. Um, you're the first one there. Like, what what was going on in your head when you first got there? Well, when when um, I didn't get to see him break his leg. Yeah. I I because I was um as soon as it hit like ten seconds or like twelve seconds before you know when it says twelve seconds I start to move my way, you know to the to those steps so that I can climb into the uh, into the octagon. But I, I didn't I didn't see him break, um, break his leg until um, until I'm there, and when I'm cleaning up a little bit, he he started complaining about his leg, and then I I, I looked at it and I'm like oh shit this is yeah oh, this is bad this is you know so um uh, I'm looking at it I'm like 
oh, there's no way this is going to continue. So yeah. I, I just cleaned up. I, I cleaned them up a little bit, and I, I don't think I was there more than um, what maybe twenty, thirty, no more than thirty seconds. I think. Yeah. And I and then I walked out because my job is done. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not looking for that camera. You know, I'm not looking for the attention. You no, know, of course it not. Got, yeah. It got nothing to do with me. You know, so I figured there's no, there's no longer, I'm no longer needed here. So yeah. I, I booked, I left. I went and got my bucket, cleaned up, and took off. That's it. Yeah. You know what's cool about that is like in a in a profession where there is nothing but cameras, that you can still have like a blue collar, like kind of job in it. Like yeah, mm -hmm. you're on TV all the fucking yeah. time, but mm -hmm. like it don't matter to you. You're like I just want to go there, fix the guy up, and that's it. I do my, I, I, I just want to do my job. I don't want to be, I don't want to like every. There's there's not a fight that I've been in where I want to see the guy get cut. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't I don't want to you know the less work I do, the better off the fighter is because you know him getting busted up doesn't it doesn't help his career, you know, and and I'm not looking to be you know relevant. I don't I, I want to stay the fuck away from from everything as much as possible. And yeah. I just want to do my job and and be done with it. That's it. You know. And it's it's not like that for most of the sport. Most of the sport are fucking. Everyone's a drama queen. They want everyone on them. Cameras for everything. They want to. They'll they'll say a fucked up uh, Instagram post or tweet just to get attention. They don't even mean it. They just want to just fucking get everyone to you know. <laughs> most most guys are like most most cut men are like that. And uh, hey, but more power to them, man. You know, like uh, there's there's a. You know, my buddy, man, he he really sells himself. Really, uh, I mean, he, I mean, he, and he makes a, he's made a, a hell of a living doing it. You know, and, and good for him. But I can't do that. I can't be that guy. Like um, even in boxing, they um, they want to be the ones that are being spoken about. You know, and and my whole thing is like, you know, I just want to do my job and get the fuck out of there. Is, you know, of course I want to be relevant when when it comes when it comes to doing my job I want to I want to be able to do the yeah, best I be possibly best. can I want to keep him in the fight and then move on but I want the the fighters and the you know managers or trainers to see you know that um that I I'm kind of qualified to do it so you know let that speak let my work speak for itself not yeah. mine I don't want to be popular by do you any think, means do you think there's like a good middle ground because uh because a lot of people nowadays say like if there's fighters and they're fucking boring it doesn't even matter if they're good like that they're not gonna really like bring much, and there's, that's true a little bit. Uh, it's not true completely. And then some fighters are like overboard, like Connor, where he just says ridiculous shit twenty four seven, like I'm gonna murder you and your wife's in my, mm -hmm. and it's like no one buys that either. We're like shut the fuck up, like just fight. So like, is there a good middle ground where you can talk shit good, but also be like really good at your craft that you recommend to your fighters even? I don't recommend no because that's a that's a personality, that, that's an individual thing, you know. Like some guys, like I'm, I'm I mean, look at McGregor. May not be the most talented guy in the world, man, not, may not be the toughest guy in the world, man, but the fact is that he sells. And yeah, he, he has yeah, charisma. He you know, he has that charisma where, like, sometimes some shit is funny, and then, you know, sometimes, oh, come on, man, you, you know, you know, like that. That doesn't really fit you as well, but um, but the fact of the matter is that he does bring in people. And so, um, you know, he's a guy that when the cameras come on, you know, this is who he is, you know, and um, it's gotten this far. So, Kind of like Mayweather, I don't know if you ever noticed, but Mayweather does a does a few talk. I mean, he talks a lot, but uh, he's never after a fight. He's never like um, degraded a fighter or never. Or, or, or he's he's always been kind of in, in a to a certain degree respectful, but still like yeah, I kicked your ass. You know, I beat you. I'm yeah, bigger yeah. than you. But right. but he you know you know it, it's just um, Hector Camacho. Hector Camacho was a bucket man. He was just a very entertaining guy and and. Um, and had a hell of a 
the charisma man i mean like he was just fucking awesome man yeah you couldn't help but you know you laugh at him and shit you know and and um but um but you enjoyed watching him too because he backed he, he would back his shit up you know? yeah it's true so, that's the thing with mayweather too I, I remember when i was a kid that was like the it was just popular just not to like him and i i mean that's only if you weren't if you didn't know what the fuck you're talking about in the ring, that's mm-hmm. just like it was just popular not to like him, especially because that's when he was fighting De La Hoya and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like every post fight he had, it was hard to to dislike him. I was like, well, I can't like look at he's everything he set up to that is clearly like not true. Like because mm-hmm. now the post fight he's saying he's a warrior, he's a champion. I, you know, I beat him, but he's a warrior, he's a champion, and I respect him, and I respect people. And anyway, and then he's smart, super smart marketing would always say. And thanks to all the Mexican fans who bought the fight because they're the fucking ones who bought mm-hmm. the fight, you know. And I was like, damn, I like, guess how, how do you dislike this motherfucker? He's smart. Yeah, you know, like um, and then there are some guys that are trying to be, and it just doesn't fit. Yeah, it's yeah, just, it's brutal. Yeah. Like he's yeah, and the, you know, but again, you know, um, I think that um, you're born with it. Either you have it or you don't. Yeah, you know, totally so. agree. How's everything going with your fighters right now? Well, I got this one kid named um, Junto Nakatani. He's going to be defending his WBO flyweight championship in um, I believe it's September the tenth in um, Tucson, Arizona. Oh no shit! Yeah, so he's going to be fighting. I believe that um, uh, it'll be a top rank show, and um, so he's he's um, he's scheduled to fight on that date. And um, you know, I like Inoue. I don't know if you ever saw Inoue, man, but that's a bad dude, man. <laughs> that's a, the monster Inoue. He's unbelievable. You know, and these guys are starting to come out, and um, and you know, the, they're they're finally being taken notice because most of the Japanese fighters were normally would be fighting in Japan all the time, but they're starting to come out, you know? Uh, I understand why they stayed in Japan because they got paid really well in Japan. They couldn't, the United States and other countries can't afford to pay them what they get, what they get paid in, in Japan. So why would they want to leave? Yeah. What the fuck for? It's the same reason why they leave from Japan and baseball to come over here because, well, it's just opposite problem. Japan can't afford to keep them. And uh-huh. USA can pay them more. So like, well, fuck, I gotta leave. Yeah. Same shit. Like with that uh, homeboy from the Angels. Is he Japanese? Or he, yeah, he's Japanese. Mm-hmm. Otani. Same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing. Yeah. So um, you know, it's a it's a market, and at the end of the goddamn day, man, you know, like it, it, you know, like when we talk about like the great the greats of greats, there's a lot of Japanese fighters that we never got to see in the, in the United States or even worldwide because um, they pretty much stayed in, in Japan. Like Yoko Gushiken, who who won the world title in his seventh professional fight, I believe, and he had like 13 or 15 title defenses, man, and he's one of the greatest fighters, but who's really outside of the real boxing world, who's heard of him, you know? Yeah, fuck not me. So, yeah. yeah. But they were really, really... And then another kid from uh, Thailand, Sang Sang Mang Zuling. Uh-huh. I think he was like a kickboxer or something at one time. Well, in his, his third professional fight, he won the world title. And he went on to defend that title, I think, like maybe, if I'm not mistaken, like seven or nine times. Jesus Christ. You know? So your fighter's in the same division as Inoue? No, he's uh, a couple of divisions below. He's uh, Inoue's a bantamweight. Yeah. He's 118, and my guy's 112. How the fuck you weigh 112 pounds? <laughs> and he's pretty tall, man. He's like about five, I think like five four or five five. You fuck. know, and weighs 112 pounds, man. You know, but he's a bad little dude, man. That's he crazy. comes to fight. He he doesn't he's not um he's he's entertaining to watch. You know? Wow. Because he comes in with the with the sole purpose of winning. You know. Yeah, I try to make that fight too. I got an uncle who lives in lives in Arizona. Fuck it. I'll try to go down there, have some beers, watch watch your buddy fuck some shit up, man. That'd be awesome. That'd be a good ass time. Oh yeah. Man. So, so what'd you think of McGregor's fight? Uh, you know what? 
I, it was the same thing. I I've been telling my buddies for forever. I'm like, look, man. It, ever since Mayweather, I just I can't buy the fucking guy. I just can't buy it. Like it, it just show me something. Like he has, with, but you don't have to show me anything. I'm a nobody. I'm a fan. But like, I'm not convinced that he's like gotten better in the last like five six years. Like he's uh-huh. just exactly the same. And a lot of other fighters have been getting better. So like, I mean, he's not fighting consistently. I mean, he you know fights once a year maybe. Most of the time, it's once every two years. Uh-huh. So I was like, eh, I, I I'm pretty sure Poirier's gonna fuck him up. But you watch. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course, and 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 that's what that's what goes to your point is that like uh-huh. if you fucking sell, then who cares? You right. know, it's 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 part like WWE. It's part, you know, it's a lot of drama involved. But fuck, I mean, that's the part that people wish was there in boxing. Uh huh. You know, that's not as much in the UFC. Is that there's way more. They know how to sell drama in the UFC. I think one of the one of the great things about the UFC is that um, you know, is that um. It's not about a fighter. It's about those three letters, UFC. Nothing is above those three letters. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are. You know, like if, if the main event doesn't go through, well, then the next one steps up. And if that one doesn't go through, then the other one steps up. And they just they just make fights, man. They're, it's not about building records or or taking care of a guy or not. I mean, they, they're there to make fights. Yeah. And, um, and that's what makes them um, great. At do what they do, you know? do you think? Do you wish boxing was like that? Because I honestly, I, I kind of do at this point. It, it's starting to be that way, yeah. Because I, like the ring, that ring um, promotions, you know, they they're putting up fights where like uh, it's a fifty fifty or a you know fifty one forty nine. I mean, basically, it's a if you guys want to fight, then you're gonna have to fight a fight. Yeah. And 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 I think that that's the best that that could be the best thing that can happen to boxing. Yeah, they just did it recently with. Uh Jose Carlos, Josh Taylor, that was a 50-50 fight, mm-hmm. or at least going up to it. Same thing with um, Oscar Valdez yeah. and Burchell. That uh-huh. was a 50-50 fight leading up. And but 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 also but also the undercards, the undercards, yeah. they're, they're doing the 50 You know, that's what that's what sells. You know, like yeah. because at the end of the day, it's like, um, you know, I think they, I don't know I don't know when undefeated records started to blow up and just feel like oh we're undefeated undefeated. It doesn't matter. I mean, like the thing is, is that we got to make fights where like the because. If we want to keep the fans excited and and um and we want to keep boxing you know up there, then you got to put fights up, right? And these fighters put it on their fucking selves too because what they do is they they brag about their undefeated record like I'm undefeated, I'm undefeated. and then they get one loss because they finally fought someone who's who's worth a damn. Mm-hmm. And when they get that loss, now they're like, don't judge me on that one loss. We're like, well, you're the one who wanted to get judged on records, so you're just we're playing right. your your fucking game. If you don't yeah. want to get judged on records, then start fighting people, and we'll we'll let the losses slide as long as you have balls and fight people. I have like I have another kid that his name is um Anthony the Princesa. I call him a, a princess because you know <laughs> fucking high maintenance little bitch, man. <laughs> and he only he only weighs 108 fucking pounds and shit, so he can't be somebody's bitch and shit, you know. Damn. He's a fucking little fucker. Man. 108, a, you said? 108 pounds, man. Holy and shit. And I'm gonna fight him at 112. And um, the other day I, I spoke to the promoter and I told him, uh, yeah, give me a. He's one and zero as a professional. Okay. But he, uh, but this is how good he is in his amateur fight number 20. He fought the number one uh, fighter in the nation that was representing the United States in the Olympics at the time. He was the guy that was supposed to go to the Olympics, but for this current Olympics. Yes, for yeah. this current Olympics. And so we fought we fought him in um in in the at the Olympic trials and we we beat him. We eliminated him from from that number oh, one shit. position. So we came back home because my boy got a migraine headache and I didn't know that you can still fight with a migraine headache. You know, it's crazy how that sounds, but headaches is one thing and migraine headaches is is they just Two different animals. Yeah, they're not and the you, same. And you can fight with a migraine headache. But you can't fight with a headache? But you can't fight with a headache. What the? F- 
the system, the, the way the brain is and the way it works is, is, is different. And is, uh, I'm no doctor and I'm no scientist, man, so I don't know how the, I don't know what the big difference is between them, but there is a difference. You could just take a, a couple of um, aspirins and, you know, for migraines and they'll let you fight because it doesn't really affect the, the brain. Go figure. No shit. Yeah, go figure, right? I guess it's sort of like dislocated shoulder and broken shoulder. Like you can play with a dislocated, you can't yeah. play with a, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. That's that's kind of like what it's like, I guess, I'm assuming. But um, but I told my boy, I told the promoter the other day, I said, look, man, my boy's 1-0. You can put him in against a guy that's 15-0, 12-0, I don't care. Put him in there against him. Because at the end of the day, the way I look at it is like, when you have a 15-0 guy, he's probably always fought just opponents where he's beat. You know, he's always had the upper hand. Yeah. So we're going to save all that fucking trouble and just get it over with. Move, move up as quick as possible. And my Thank guy, God. I told, my, I told the promoter, I said, if my guy is not worthy of fighting for a world title by the time he has seven or eight fights, then fuck it. He's not, he's, this isn't meant, he's not meant to be a world champion. Yeah. It's, and that's another thing. <clears throat> These fighters, I, if you're going to call yourself a fighter, then be a fucking fighter. There's a, there's a different, then don't sign up then. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why we do certain things in this life. Like, it's like it's like if me saying, "Oh, I was gonna be a pro baseball player." No, you wouldn't. Then you would have been a pro baseball player. Mm -hmm. it, it, then don't fight if you're not gonna be a fighter. What mm -hmm. the fuck's the point? Yeah. See, my my thing is that um, okay, like when you're eight, between the age of eighteen and twenty two, I I have to kind of take care of you in the sense that you know I gotta build you up because you're you're maturing and, and you know and and you're trying to get experience and so you know you, there's a process. But when you're twenty two years old, I ain't fucking taking care of you. Nah, I'm putting your ass in there against the best, you know. And if you can't beat the best, then well, fuck it, you're gonna learn, and then you know be better for it. Because tomorrow, when tomorrow comes, man, when you have to, when you're really gonna be challenged, and you gotta be able to step up to the plate. Yeah. But how how the fuck I know if you're good enough or not? If if um if you don't take that step. Yeah, Can Canelo did it with Mayweather. wasn't 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 ready, but fuck it, it didn't ruin his career. He's fine. He's making oh, a lot of money. That's fucking bullshit. He wasn't ready. Nah, fuck no, he wasn't. That's fucking bullshit. He wasn't ready. How the fuck you have 42 fights and not be ready? No, I mean ready as in, like, not good enough. No. Like, he's never going to well, get good enough, though. But, I mean, like, no one was ready to face Mayweather. Ready for the stage? Of course. He already fought big names and everything. I mean, like, he just wasn't uh, good enough. The, the, the thing is, is that when you, um, when, you, when you have over fucking 40 fights and, you know, you just were never, you weren't. That's so many you, were, you, you weren't capable of beating the guy. But were you ready? Fuck yeah, you were ready. Ready you for just, the yeah, you, for sure. You just got beat. You just got beat by a better guy. Yeah. Now, did you did you learn? Did you get better for it? Could. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I mean. That, like that's, that's, who cares yeah. why be afraid of the loss if you know, it's still if it's not gonna fuck up your career. When, when people talk about like, oh, he wasn't ready for him. And when the fuck was he gonna be ready for? Then what yeah. the fuck was he doing in there to be 80, 80 fights, you know? hundred fights, when? Like right now, like right now I have um okay, I think that um I think Inoue is the best fucking fighter pound for pound. Uh, and then, you know, because Crawford hasn't fought in a little while, I think that's, I moved up, I moved Canelo up to number two. Yeah. But is, um, do you think Canelo's a, one of the greatest Mexican fighters ever? Uh, Like top 10, maybe. Uh, top five, no. No, I don't think so crazy because most people think he's like fucking the greatest ever oh if Mexico. you ask espn they'll fucking they'll ride his dick 24 7 yeah. and he's all these people that don't know dick about dick all my expert boxing knowledge comes from other experts that have, that know the sport like uh -huh. in and out like yourself and other people and most of them say no it's it's usually people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about because he sells he's he's yeah. and he sells really well but I, I'm, I'm not i still haven't bought that he fought has fought in anyone relevant in that division like Anyone that is worth a damn, Charlo, Benavides, uh, he, I know he, he wanted to go up to uh, 
he's fighting that division with light heavyweight. He did he fight what's his name Kovalev? Uh-huh. Um, and you got super middleweight. Uh-huh. So you got Bivol there. Like these are all very dangerous people that like I don't think he'd ever take a chance with. He just he just said that he'll fight better beef. Because better beef in his last fight looked old. Yeah. And now he wants now he's okay for the challenge. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I understand it's a business and I understand that um this motherfucker's making a shitload of money. Good for him. Yeah. I'm I have my my thoughts on him are like a coin. It's a two sides. I have, there's two sides to it. Like the the, the business side, great for him. Yeah. You know, keep he's good at it. Mother, keep making that fucking money, man. You know, it, it's 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 like um you know, if, as long as you can, great. Because at the end of the fucking day, man, when you retire, nobody's gonna give a fuck about you. Right. And that, and that go and that, and that's a proven fact that um, all these fighters who who gave their very best in the ring, you know, who the fuck gives a fuck about them after they retired? Nobody's nobody's wondering if they paid their if they paid their rent or mortgage or their car payments. You know, nobody gives a fuck about them. You know, like right. when when you're on top, everybody wants to be your fucking friend. But once you're done, everybody's gone. Yeah, that's just the way it is. And so that's good for him, but. But legacy, when you talk about legacy, man, you know, when you talk about being one of the fucking great ones, it's like you have to you have to be put in a fight where like, you know, it's like pretty much like life and death. And um, he has never been put in that situation. And even though that he's the best one in his division, the competition is not at par with him. Yeah, that's that's another thing is like he's in a division where like, yes, he's he's clearly the best one. But like, who the fuck is there to chat? Like, there's not really much challenge besides the guys. Up. That's why I think that's, and that's where he's trying to go. Like that's where he's said he's trying to go. Yeah, but he's gonna fight better beef and better beef in his last fight fucking looked terrible, man. Yeah. It, he looked like he's just like age is catching up to him and, and um they're getting older. And then and you know, he, people are gonna say, Well, yeah, you always fucking criticize. Yeah, fucker, but why didn't you fight him two years ago? Yeah. You fought Kovalev, but you didn't fight him. And then you say, Well, that's not my division, I gotta go back down again. I go, What the fuck? I mean right. like, that's fucking bullshit. And um but like I said, I understand the business end of it. Right. Good for him. It's like well, it's like Billy Joe Saunders. Like Billy Joe, when he was when he was looking like he could beat him, which was years ago, like four year, five years uh-huh. ago. Everyone's like, oh shit. And that's when he was like, I ain't fighting that motherfucker. And then he got caught with this thing. And then now it's years later. He hasn't fought in so fucking long. Like, oh, I'll fight him now. Rusty. It just makes it's good like you said, it's mm-hmm. it's good business. And I and if you're in it for the money, then hey man, you're doing a great fucking job. Uh, good for you're him. You're fucking killing it, yeah. man. Because he right. is working hard and all that stuff. You're doing a great job. But you know, yeah, if you're in it for you can't have it both ways though. You can't say like I'm in it for the legacy and for the money. Like, yeah, it's just okay. then prove it. You know, fuck. I have a question though. Hit me. How the fuck is it that you go from 147 pounds to not being that power puncher to 168, pounds? Valid question. All of a sudden, you're fucking have this power in your hand. Valid question. Valid question. I mean, uh, I ain't never seen anybody ever. Not even not even Roberto Duran, who moved up from 135 pounds to 160 pounds. He didn't carry that same power, you know, to the middleweight division. Yeah, but it's a valid question. But Candelo goes from 147 to 168, a power puncher. What is it, the taco meat again? Is, it, is that what it was, the fucking taco meat? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking you. Honestly, you're more educated than I am. Honestly, it, it it's it's one of those weird things because you're like, well, I, I, you can't obviously make accusations, but but it, it you're right. It's I never, ha- it's never happened before. Anything. No, no, I never, said I, just, you, I never said you did. I just asked a question. No, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I never said you did, but... It's it's but you can for sure speculate because why I mean fuck we're allowed to speculate, and it is very strange because how do you go from one forty seven like you said not much knockout power to where you're knocking out light heavyweights, you know that's yeah. a, that's one hundred forty seven to what one one seventy five one seventy five yeah so twenty five you know I get it pounds. and yeah and he's a he's a fucking strong motherfucker too but he never looked like that 
He never looked like that when he was younger. Isn't aren't you supposed to look more stronger when you're when you're like in your twenties than you are in your yeah thirties? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I thought. Yeah, but um, but what the fuck? What do I know? Yeah, what do we know? You know? Yeah, we don't know shit. It's strange. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, his career is interesting, but who, I mean, who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows what he's gonna do next? I mean, honestly, I'm not even interested to be honest. Like, he had a fight. I don't know. Uh, not too long ago, and my my brother's like, you didn't watch? Like, fuck no. I didn't even know the guy who was fighting. I was like, why the fuck would I watch this? This is the most boring shit of all time. I'm like, yeah. this is ridiculous. I'm just saying. Um, the Ring magazine asked me, um, what's your opinion? And I go, well, I fucking, I think it's an easy fight. I think that, um, I think, I, um, I don't see it being much of a fight. And then he goes, well, what about, now he, he, he beats the guy. He didn't, the guy thought that he would do a lot better, but no, he just got blown away and he got that knocked was, out. That was bad. And, and then, um, he asked me and I go, and if you thought that was easy, wait till he fights Plant. Plant's going to even be e- even easier. Yeah. I don't think Plant's good. Honestly, I, I, he, again, he hasn't fought on anybody. Like I, I think he's a good personality. I think he's I think he's better than your average fighter, but uh, compared to Kanai, I don't think he's worth. Be- yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, that that plan fight is even easier than the Billy Joe Sanders. And yeah. Now, now supposedly he, if that fight doesn't go through, then he might be fighting. Um, fuck out, they just. But I, I I'm like you. I, I have no interest in watching Canelo fights. Yeah. No, no, sure. I yeah. already know the results. So like, was I? I'd rather. I'd rather watch a comedy movie or something, you know, that's more interesting. Than I'd rather jack off. Really I'd know. rather jack off three times. Fucking, it. it's boring to me. This is ridiculous. I'd rather do that or I'd rather fucking watch him. Fucking blessed, man, to be young. Huh? I know, it's a good life. I can't fucking do three. I do one, but not three. <laughs> <laughs> I tap out. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm out. Like, like Conor like, McGregor. Like, like, Bert, like Bernie Mac said, man, if you can't get yours in fucking within the first three minutes, then you're fucked out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> well, what do you think about uh Tyson Fury Wilder? I think that's uh, fucking boring too. I don't even want to watch that either. Same thing. Oh, I like to I, I watch that. Really? Yeah, because it's it's like you got you got like the um the good guy against the bad guy. Yeah. And uh, Wilder, I, I don't I don't mind watching him get his ass kicked every fucking time when it if it's possible. I, yeah. I, I like to watch because um you know, he he's the 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 shit that comes out of his fucking mouth, man, it just makes you want to just like him more than anything else. It's so true. And um um, but uh, but Tyson Fury, man, he's fucking very entertaining, man, and he yeah. and he's very. I mean, look how big that fucker is, man. So and look how agile he is, man. He moves, and you know, it's, it's crazy. It's like you know, like, yeah, I, that's entertaining. And the fact that that he believed that that um, taking it to him was going to be the the way to go. Fuck, man, it was awesome. You know, what's crazy is like they both started in opposite directions, and then they both went. Like the different directions as well. I'm trying. Let me explain that a little bit better. Um, Deontay Wilder was a guy who had nothing. He had a kid, super young, worked in like a Frito Lay factory, had a kid with cancer, put it all in the ring, and he's an easy guy to be behind. Like I like that guy because he's doing it all for his family. Whatever. Like that's a good story. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he starts winning and becomes the cockiest asshole of all time. And he and he starts blaming his trainers for his losses, even though it's all his fault. Mm-hmm. And then it was the opposite with Fury, where he started off as a dick. All he did was talk shit. No one liked him. Everyone was annoyed by him. And then he got humbled. He's the one that had the drug problems. He's the one that comes back and he's like, I'm just happy to be alive. He had the suicide uh, attempts. And it's like now they're in completely different places. Uh-huh. But one guy started as a good guy. One guy started as a bad guy. Now it's opposite fucking roles. Yeah. How can you not want to watch them? It's good shit. <laughs> it's like a movie. It's probably fake. Yeah. Fuck. They're probably all best friends behind the scenes. They probably go on vacation together and shit for all I know. Who knows? No, because no. that motherfucking Wilder's no good. He's, he's just such a fucking a piece idiot. Of shit. Yeah, no. yeah, he's just a fucking idiot. He can't help it. But uh, but I think it's a. I, I still think it's an entertaining fight. I think that um, that um, you know Tyson has his number now. Yeah, Fury's gonna go take it to him, and you know, and and um, he knows exactly what he needs to do to you know to get him on. And he's. 
got all the talent on, on his side. Yeah, it's true. What about um, Pacquiao Spence? What do you think about that? That's that's to me. I want to watch that. Look, uh, I'm a Manny Pacquiao fan. Regardless, you know, yeah. I think that I still think that he may have one last hurrah in him, and I think that the fact that his size and his speed is still relevant, I think he's going to give um, Earl Spence uh, a run for his money, and um, and if I don't think that the based on 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 what I read and what I hear, that that Earl Spence is still you know still being a knucklehead outside of outside of the ring, you know, like Damn. that. That doesn't help his career. Hell you know, no. I, th I think that um, he'll be one of those guys that um, they'll be writing about, like, you know, this guy could have been, yeah. should have been, but that's not going to, I don't think that, I don't see it happening. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. What did you what'd you think about, because uh, the last time we spoke, they didn't have uh, Spence Garcia yet. Did you, did you ever watch that fight and see what happened or anything like that? When you fought... Um, Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia? Yeah. Yeah, I thought... I always, you know, about Danny. Danny was always like a guy who always found a way to win, man. He wasn't supposed to win, but he was. Always, he always found a way to yeah, win. Yeah, fun guy and to watch. I, I thought he was going to do a lot better against Earl Spence, you know, but um, but no, he, he just, you know, just, you know, it's the timing, you know. Yeah, I, I think it has a lot to do with, um, and the fact that Earl Spence is a good fighter too. So, um, yeah, yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Um, I'm not the, I'm not as high on on Earl Spence as most people are, because um, you know the way you live your life outside of the ring, it, it um it's gonna come and ca it'll catch up to you, man. You you can't you can't take all this. You cannot take an uh, 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 ass whooping with alcohol and and hunnel if there's anything else involved or not. But you can't take an you know your body can't take all that alcohol and that uh, that nightlife. Um, and you're gonna be okay, and then do boxing, and and not have consequences. Yeah, you know it's very true. Yeah. And this is overall what we're talking about. This is the problem with boxing, is that we're talking about the biggest superstars in boxing. In a way, Canelo, fucking, you know Crawford. And if you talk about those three guys, Crawford hasn't fought in forever. Canelo fights nobody, and no one knows who the fuck anyway was. Like, okay, that's why UFC's fucking boxing up. That's why, because those top three guys. And then before that was Lomachenko. Well, he fucking lost already. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, you know, it's that's why boxing is honestly it's still fun to watch, but it's it's failing to the UFC. If you had to compare it to to each other, the UFC is smoking them by far. Because they're um, middle, because they're middle of the ground UFC superstars. People love them. Mm -hmm. People are gonna tune in to watch fucking uh, Nate Diaz fight right now. Way more than Inoue, and it's Nate, and he's lost a hundred. It doesn't matter uh -huh. how many times Nate Diaz watched, they'll watch that fight no matter what. Because yeah. they just keep getting in the ring. Fuck it, we'll run it back. But boxing worldwide, man, it's just is still stronger than than uh, MMA. Yeah, I guess, but it's getting close. I mean, now, I mean, fuck, you, well, they're selling out arenas in Abu Dhabi and shit. You, did you ever go to Abu Dhabi or no? No, but I'm headed over there. I'm no headed shit. over there in August, um, August 16th. I'll be going to Abu Dhabi for a boxing match. Not, no way. Not with the UFC, man. But um, boxing's taking me to uh, Abu Dhabi. That's badass. I'm going to Dubai, and um, I haven't I haven't been over there, man. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. They asked me, wow, uh, how much are they paying? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to fucking pay All I know is I'm going to Abu Dhabi I'm, uh, to Dubai. I ain't never been there. Shit. For so free, fuck, bitch. Yeah, I Hell go. Yeah. All I know is that fucking everything is expensive there. And they're going to fucking feed me and put me up in a nice hotel and everything else. Man. I heard they treat Americans like a royalty over there. Shit, man. You think, I mean, like, you think, you think I give a fuck what they pay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's the, um, I guess that's the, that's the beauty of the sport. Um, I may not be compensated financially in a lot in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. but shit, 
I travel all over the goddamn place, man. And like, you know, when I had to pay for it, I mean, like, you know, I don't think I'd ever go there. Yeah. You know? My uncle went there. He said that it was so fucking expensive, man, that he goes, I'm because, you know, like, it, fucking really expensive, man. Like, like really expensive, you know, like like breakfast, like fucking forty dollars for a fucking oh, breakfast shit. that you get like for ten bucks over here, or, yeah. or eight dollars over there, like forty, fifty bucks. Damn. I'm like what? He goes, yeah. I go, I say, okay. Well, how can how can you know how can I um, not want to go? Yeah, everything paid for. That's fucking crazy, huh? Fucking great. What a great, what a fucking great gig that is, man. <laughs> terrible life I live, man, I tell you. Yeah, fucking I know. Terrible. Fucking victim. I suck. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so what's what's uh what's your next fight coming up that you're working? Well, this weekend we're we're back in the UFC. The UFC has a show. They have the next three weeks. No. The li- the next four weeks, man. They there's a there's a UFC show God you damn. Know, lined up week after week, man. You know? Oh yeah. Are you gonna be at the Misha Tate one? That's a, I think that's the next that, one. That's in Houston, the pay-per-view? Fuck. In see, August? Let me see. Hold on. Uh, let me look it up right here. Mira? I want a producer. Let me see if I... Let's see here. This is even... Oh, I can't even find the fucking date. This fucking computer is slow as shit. See, I told you I go on too many pornos. That's what the fucking problem is. July 17th. July. Oh, yeah. She's fighting this weekend. Yeah. That's the one you're going to be at? Yeah. I'll be there. Oh, no shit. Fucking cool, huh? She's fucking hot. <laughs> my God. I love her. <laughs> Jesus. Her uh, her uh, her trainer was on the podcast about two weeks ago. Oh, was he? Yeah. Um, Nixick. Eric Nixick. Uh-huh. The big buff white dude. Okay. Yeah. So he he uh, he uh trains uh Francis Ngannou, uh, oh, okay. Brad Tavares, mm. uh all Sterling, a bunch of these guys. All these fights that you've... I've been at. I asked him about you too. He's like, "Oh yeah, I know Rudy." He's like, "Yeah, he's a good dude." But uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, she's, so she's the main event, huh? I think so. God damn, uh, she should be. Fuck, you, <laughs> you make this an undercard. That's fucking disrespectful. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And shit. Hope no one's Call Dina. I know. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Hope no one hears this and gets offended. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, that's fucking great. I'm always uh, excited. Every time we have people over for the fights, like, "Oh my God, I know that guy from your podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's cool. Uh, he's cool. He's cool. He's cool." This, it's fucking awesome, man. I mean, like you know, like um, like I'm there at the at the McGregor fight, and I'm like, God damn, man, this is like one of the biggest motherfucking fights in in, in the history of the MMA, and, you know. And I'm like, and I'm fucking here. Yeah, fucking cool. You know what's funny though is like, it, that's what I always tell people about you is that like, dude, I'm like, because they'll ask like, what does Rudy say? I'm like, dude, you have no idea. Like he's he don't give a fuck. He's not starstruck. He don't. I'm like, he's around. I'm like, he was just at this last event with Conor McGregor, Joe Rogan. Donald Trump, everyone, and he doesn't give a fuck. He's just there to do his job. I'm like, so like, I, I know the answer they're looking for. Like, they want me to give him like, oh, he said it was crazy. And like, oh my God, he shook hands with, oh my, like, he, I, he's not going to tell you that. He don't give a fuck. He's just there to work. I'm like, so like, the answer you want, I'm sorry, man. You're not going to fucking get it. Is it, you know, like, they're, they're human beings. I, I understand, I, I, I understand that, um, you're like, um, it's just, they're like, People are just like us, man. They're just it's people. Just, they're just in, in the entertainment and and um and you know I don't I rarely ever um I don't think um I'm more I'm more interested in like this hot fucking looking chick walking by, man. Yeah. 
I'm drooling, man, all over her. Shit, you know, and my wife and my wife will tell you, man. Mm -hmm. She says, you know, like I told my wife, I said, you know, one time when we went to Ur Uruguay, no, we went to Chile, Santiago, Chile, and uh, I, I, we're, we're at uh, around the shop, uh, around the shopping center, man, and and um, and I called my wife and I said, because I'm with my buddies with the with the cutman there, right? So yeah. I says, man, you know. Not one hot looking fucking chick here, man. What the fuck's going on here? No man? shit. This is fucking really? bullshit, man. This fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> I call my wife and I go, this honey, you're not, gonna, sucks. I go, you're not gonna fucking believe this, man. But ain't, I ain't seen one hot looking fucking chick here. <laughs> she go, oh, puppy, you must be having a fucking terrible time. And I go, oh, fuck, you think? <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, man. I'm fucking miserable. Like, yeah, you know, send me to fucking. Um, to to Russia or something, man, because you know it's like fucking bomb ass <laughs> women over there. And then she starts laughing, and then she goes, "Oh, you." And then she, my wife, changed it up. Hey, did you have breakfast? And I go, "No, but I'm on my way to have breakfast." I said, "So yeah, that kind of should ease the pain up a little bit." And so, all right, so talk to you later. But so. you know, what's you know what's funny is like the ironic part of what you're saying is, is someone can on the outside can look at that and be like, "Oh, he just he's probably like a, he's such a simple minded guy." But I'm like, but these are the guys I get so successful is they don't think about the extra shit. Is I have a job to do? I go. I like pussy. I go. I go work. And they're, just, they're very simple-minded people. That's that's what most of these guys are that are like really big in whatever they do. Mm. They don't think about the extra shit. They're like, I don't know about the interviews. Like, I don't know. they just don't care. Like, and it, it's a, to any job. It really doesn't even fucking matter what you do. When yeah. you're like very simple, when you're simple and you have things that you like, and those are the things you just do. I mean, look at you. It's, this is what you like. You've been doing this forever. Mm -hmm. You never stopped. And look, look where you're at now. Yeah. Um. Fuck, man. I I don't know. Uh... I guess it's another way. I, I like the way you're seeing it, you know, the way you, you know. Um, but I, I think that we, at the end of the goddamn day, I mean, you've been doing this for so long and this is you do all the time, you know, like, um, and I don't, again, like others, they, they want the fame and they want to be, you know, hey, what the fuck? I mean, like, if it, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't come, it doesn't come. And even if it comes, like, I don't, I don't want to, it, it doesn't, it, it, we, have a, we have a vision. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that we all have a purpose in life, right? Yeah. So mine is to try to piss off as many people as I possibly can on a daily basis. And yeah. shit, I'm fucking good at it. You know, <laughs> I just show up and I already fucking pissed off a couple of people and shit because they don't even like me. But I don't give a fuck, you know, because at the end of the goddamn day, it's like uh, you'd be surprised how people are so offended by honesty. People talk about like, oh, so crazy. honesty is the best policy. No, it's fucking not because you're going to hurt somebody's fucking feelings. You know, like, like for instance, like she goes, Hey, does this does this dress make me look fat? No, you make the dress look fat. It's not the <laughs> fucking dress. It's like what the fuck, and I lose a couple of pounds oh, and shit. Man. And if you have a fucking problem with it, then do do something about exactly. it. Exactly. Put something else fucking a little different. Cause there's like there's some there's some like you know little heavy chicks, man. They know how to fucking dress and they look hot. Yeah, it's true. They fucking look good. It's true. But they know how and the way they walk, they carry themselves. Yeah. That's fucking makes them sexy. That's you know? true. It's not so much about, you know, like I'm the thing when I'm the fucking fat one. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's an individual thing. I'm getting old too and personality starting to get hot. When I was a kid, I couldn't give a fuck about your personality. Because I'm, <laughs> I was, if tits, ass, I'm in. Now I'm old and I'm like, dude, she's a woman. I like her. <laughs> She comes from a good family. She must be fucking hot. Like that's the shit that gets me off now. It's embarrassing. I'm fucking old. Oh, not me, not me, man. I still have to see that motherfucking body and shit, man. You know, like um, they got some OG chichis, man. I fucking, <laughs> fucking love it, man. You know, like goddamn, man. I still, I still can't get over it. Like I have, I have a grandson, man. He's, 
he, he'll, he'll be six years old in September, man. That fucker sees titties, man, and that motherfucker's jaw drops and his <laughs> eyes are wide open. And I go, that's my grandson right there. Yeah, that's he's, the guy chin goes, he's got know? a good head on his shoulders. He's <laughs> a good kid. <laughs> you, know, you start young. I mean, like, they, you know, like you, it, it's crazy, man. But now my other grandson, on the other hand, he, he's, he don't give a fuck. He yeah. sees titties. Doesn't, they're, they're not much of attention to him, <laughs> at least not yet. But the other one, I'm telling you, man, like, <laughs> He's a fucker, but he wants to play with him. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. You know? Well, good. I'm glad everything's back. Seriously, I'm glad uh, MMA's back to full force because it was it was fucking super exciting to see it back on TV. I didn't, I honestly didn't even care that who the fuck won. I don't care about any of that shit. It's uh when I was a kid that that shit would matter to me. I'm I'm old man. I I care about having a good time watching fights and the and the whole spectacle spectacle of it all. I got to invite everyone over, have a big tray of ceviche, watching you on the tube, full arena. It was just fucking exciting to see it back, man. So I'm glad. I'm glad work is back for you in, that, in every fucking facet, man. Nice, man. But what about that that not the heavyweight fight? Wild and Fury? No, no, no. And the, 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 the one two fights before the McGregor fight. Oh yeah, that's the one I brought up earlier. And Ganu and Stipe. How fucking crazy was that? Fucking one punch, man. Okay, so that okay, so that guy, if you if because you're a boxing guy. His boxing, when he first came in, very erratic, wasn't really even boxing. It uh-huh. was just like the heaviest punch you'll ever see, scariest punch you'll ever see, but it wasn't like form. When he fought that one, he had form and he had technique and it was fucking scary. He looked uh-huh. like like Tyson level, short, compact, crisp punches. Right. And if you have that with a guy like him, that's how the fuck are you ever going to beat that guy? Yeah, you better get him before he gets you. You're, you he's can't. About, yeah, he's about to get you, man. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the, what the future holds for him. Oh, yeah, no shit. You he's going to be a fucking... He's, I, I honestly don't think he's going to lose. He's going to fight John Jones. And that's what I say. We are talking to his trainer, and we are talking about that. I was like, yeah, he's. I, I, I don't see how he loses. Not if, not if he, every fight he has, it's it's over in the first 10 seconds. And that's if he just... That's if he's fighting carefree. That's if he's uh-huh. just running at you, just swinging recklessly. And now he knows how to fight composed. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You know, kill John Jones. It's going to be fucking easy for him. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. John, <laughs> John Jones hasn't fought in forever. He's looked like shit his last two fights. Like, I, I'm, I'm not really convinced. Like, everyone thought he lost the Dominic Reyes fight. You know, like, I'm not really convinced. You know, like, he, mm-hmm. it was a tie. And, if, in fact, he probably did win. But close. Mm-hmm. Dominic Reyes hasn't done shit since. And mm-hmm. Dominic Reyes, good fighter, you know, fucking. Right. Balls to the wall, but so what do you you know what are you gonna do? I think Ngano's just uh he's just different, man. He's just different. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, uh we had on uh fuck, I forgot to tell you about this. Uh Aaron Mendez. Aaron Mendez is a cinematographer mm-hmm. for UFC. And he said he knows you. He said he knows you very well. He went over to your house to shoot and all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I he's, know who he's talking about. So yeah. he's the he's yeah, the white boy that yeah, he, yeah. he's from my neighborhood. Oh nice. We grew up two blocks away, uh-huh. yeah. And um, he films for Stipe consistently. He's always oh, filming him for the UFC, for the countdowns, for the uh-huh. embeddeds. And then I mentioned to you when we had him on the podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, I went over his house one time, and we did a thing. And he we saw my f- cars in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, good dude. Oh, nice. Yeah, he said that you robbed him of some money or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Did you tell me where I live? <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking rat me out. I made it all up, yeah. Here's his address. So yeah, he's his social, all that good stuff. Anyways, uh... Rudy, I promised you an hour. We did an hour. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Already? Tremendous. God damn. Good stuff, right? Whew. In and out. Beautiful. <laughs> Tell you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good stuff. We're doing good. Anyways, uh, thanks for coming in. I love it. Every time we always uh every time there's a big event, especially UFC, we're always like, we gotta bring Rudy back. Talk about talk about the fight, see what happened, all this stuff, and I get his his perspective. So it's always appreciated. Well, we're out. Yeah.
<laughs> Fuck yeah. Thanks, Rudy. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, of course. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Our interview with the best UFC and boxing cut man there is. Rudy Hernandez. Thanks for coming on the show, Rudy. Always a damn pleasure, man. We'll see you again next time. Uh, fuck, man. Stoked. Stoked for all the fights. John, you got any closing words? Yeah, no. Thanks for coming on. Awesome as always. And uh, we'll see you, uh, what, in a month? A yeah. Month and a half. That's right, dude. Vegas, baby. That's right, dude. All right, fellas. Well, thanks for tuning in. And um, we'll see you guys soon, dude. Peace.